Good morning. Welcome to Conversations with Friends with Mary Almwake, exploring ways to live our lives more fully in this wonderful world. We welcome your calls and thoughts at 242-7800. Conversations with Friends is brought to you on KAOI by Unity of Maui, where the heart is at home. Now, here's your host, Mary Almwake. Well, good morning, Unity, and my co-host, Jim Jacobson. Hi, Jim. Hello, Mary. Good wow. morning. Wow, it's a great day. I understand you went to Longies for breakfast. I, you know, sometimes you just have to do something special. And this morning, I was I, I'd done the walk on the beach and done all that, and Molly said, how about let's going out for breakfast? So we went out and went to Longies and had a lovely breakfast, and it's just kind of nice to do something special for yourself. Well, and uh, we want to honor and celebrate. This is the 4th of July weekend. A lot of people have already started taking off. It is. It's a, It's one of those interesting weeks where the holiday's right in the middle, so a lot of people are taking Monday and Tuesday, and then Wednesday and Thursday off, so they got a nice it's long Maui. holiday. Well, <laughs> Maui not? and all and all all over the all over the country, people I talk to are like, "Oh, we're gone this entire week." Oh, and if people need a vacation. We send our love and support and prayers to all the people that are undergoing stress because of war, terrorism, lack of food. We just know that. That the whole consciousness on our planet is waking up. That mm-hmm. this we don't need this anymore. We we, we we've learned our lessons, you know. And uh, today's daily word, Jim, I really like it. Is relax. relax, relax into it. You can relax now because God really is present, yeah. and God really is in charge. And we're here to attune to God's vision and live God's plan, which is always creative and loving and nurturing. And you know, we are. We have three memorial services this week for people that we love. And, uh, you know, we just send our love and support to all people who are um, going through a loss. Because mm-hmm. um, we know on the other side, the people, the soul, not the people, because that's mm-hmm. no longer the issue. It's the soul or spirit um, continues. But for all those going through that now, we just send them all love and support, too. And the word relax. I like that. That's, that's a good affirmation. Relax. And when you were talking about tomorrow being the 4th of July, that is such a special holiday. And uh, in the past, we've spoken about you know, the, the spiritual significance of the 4th of July oh. and, and how this country was founded as a place where people could practice any type of religion and freedom of religion. They talk about you know the inalienable right of um, life, uh, the pursuit of happiness, life, liberty, life, and, the liberty pers- and the pursuit of happiness. A- and in order to do that, I, I guess what I really like to pause and remember, because it's such a great metaphor for our own lives. The the men that signed that, many of them, mm-hmm. were very well educated and had lots of property, and some weren't. Mm-hmm. But everyone that signed the Declaration of Independence literally put their own lives, mm-hmm. everything they owned, and their sacred honor mm-hmm. at risk. Mm-hmm. And they said that. Mm-hmm. They they knew when they signed their names, if mm-hmm. United States didn't have that name yet, but didn't prevail, mm-hmm. that they would be traitors mm-hmm. and they would be killed. There was no question that when yeah. they signed that, that there was only one option. Right. Either we win or we die. And the thing that's so amazing is we think about our own lives and we have so much and we try to hang on to it. And there's no joy in hanging on to it. We're in, on the verge of a new declaration of interdependence. Uh, we're becoming global citizens. And it's a whole new it's a whole new way of being. And those of us on Maui, we see the diversity. We see the uniqueness and how every culture has gifts to give. 
And uh, so I just, for all people on the planet, um, tomorrow's word is free. So I like today relax because God is in charge. And tomorrow is free. God guides me in true expressions of divine ideas. And I think that what our founding fathers, and and it pretty much was the fathers back then, Mm -hmm. um, they did risk everything. And then, you know, what's so amazing is they tried to make George Washington king. (laughs) And, you know, how, you know, look at our current, I you know, let's look at our current leadership. I don't want to do a political show. And, And think of, they offered him the ability to be king and he turned and gave all the power back to the people mm-hmm. and served his term and then stepped off and went home and did his farming but think of the difference um i'm looking for that visionary honor leadership and uh, let's call it forth let's hold the high watch i know let's know that it's coming we can outcreate the other stuff we're seeing and it's mm-hmm. time for us to do it so jim we've got a very great show you know we've only got two more left conversations with friends it'll still be on the World Wide web but um people can go back and archive it mm-hmm. pick up the old shows pick up wayne dyer who'll be our guest next week mm-hmm. and all the ones with ram das and michael beckwith and barbara marks hubbard marianne williamson alan cohen lots of our favorite people that's forever they can go online and get that always be on conversations with friends but this is our second to last second broadcast. to last broadcast and we're so grateful it has been amazing six years mm-hmm. And we've loved it. And Jim, you've been here with me for four, four years. years. Yeah. What a wonderful adventure. We really thank Myrna Stone with Real Estate Maui Style. She's mm-hmm. been with us from the beginning. And Trish Morris mm-hmm. with Premier Mortgage with us from the very beginning. They are such outstanding examples of integrity in business that we've been honored that they would sponsor our show. Um, and we're always grateful. Today we are going to be talking with the president of Unity, a woman who also wrote, uh, it made it to the best-selling range in business books several years ago called Quantum Leaps, Mm -hmm. Seven Practices for Transforming Business. But the practices are really, they they work for your life, your relationships. You and Molly have transformed your relationship. Mm -hmm. I understand you're redoing the home now, (laughs) huh? Yes, we've (laughs) we've, uh, figured that since we're uh, together, we're going to make a beautiful home, and that's where we've been focusing our energies. And it's been fun. Did you know it's 12 weeks till your uh, wedding? I, I did. And oh, you did know that? El- and now everyone else knows that. Yes, yes. It's a well, 090807. Oh, 090807. You know how we picked that date. No. Right? We had uh, we did the only thing that was appropriate. We knew that we wanted to get married, so we uh, went to uh, an astrologer who studies and focuses on time and dates and she basically looked at my chart and she looked at molly's chart and then she selected september 8th 2007 is the most auspicious time at a day at 4 p.m well i got so, my airline tickets i'm coming back to maui on september 5th i'll be here so as we're very excited and we're glad, we're honored obviously to have you uh, be uh presiding over this very officiating. Quiet, officiating i think that's what quiet, they call i'm the officiant the officiant Yes, in one of our favorite places on the whole planet. If it was good enough for Bill Gates, it's good enough for Jim and Molly. (laughs) Well, and for all of you getting married, because I'm doing a wedding this week. We have three memorial services and one wedding. I've never had that happen. Beginnings and Uh, and, and Changes. Well, beginnings, yeah. yeah. And life, and it's a beginning for all of them. The ones soaring on the other side, it's a real big beginning. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, talk about a celebration going on. I always loved what Ben Franklin said when they asked him about... 
his friend who had died and why he wasn't grieving. And he said, my friend got an invitation to the party that I one day will be attending, and he got to go before me. Why should I be <laughs> I should be. I'm happy that he's there. Yeah. And uh, he just got to the party before I did. And I love that response, you know. So to everyone, we just uh, celebrate this day. And uh, I, th- I think I'd love to listen to Charlotte Shelton. She's okay, the president of Unity. And then we can talk about some of her ideas. And we'll be talking with Elizabeth Eisen. Um, maybe before we go to her, let's tell people about Wayne Dyer. Okay. Wayne Dyer is going to be coming back for how many years? 25 years. He has gifted Unity of Maui with a a service. And he's going to be on next, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday, the 15th. At the Mac. Maui Arts and Cultural Center. It starts at 1030. 1030. Great music. His daughter, Sky, is singing. Wayne has a new book, and he says he thinks he'll ha- They're not going to be in the bookstores until yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But he thinks he's going to have some with him. Wow. Uh, change your thinking. Change your life. And he autographs them. And, yeah. But he's just so great. We send him lots of love. The word is out, you know. The word is out. He said, you know, we're starting the big radio uh, ads and the newspaper ads, but everybody's been waiting. So yeah. Well, it's everyone knows this is kind of a summer thing that, folks, if you don't live on Maui, uh, you are welcome to be a part of. It's open to, it's open to everyone. Right. It's at the Maui Arts and Cultural Center, Sunday, July 15th right. at 1030 a.m., Wayne Dyer, live. And what's so cool is he always shares whatever he's working on right now. Before he shares it with anyone else. You do. You hear it before it gets to PBS. You hear next next year's talk. (laughs) He's working on it. By the time it gets to PBS, (laughs) he's he's already already written it. it. It's already published. And he's he's the best. So, And and then, of course, our church service, this is a regular church service. Our church service is always at 10 o'clock, except for except for the, that one. And the reason we do it at 10.30 is gets people who are driving around wondering where it's at, mm-hmm. time to get there. So 10 o'clock at the Seventh-day Adventist Church, and um, we've got a great, great couple of Sundays coming up, and then I'll be stepping out, and we have the best speakers this summer, Alan Cohen, Lisa Nichols from The Secret, mm-hmm. Richard Rogers, um, just some great, great people coming. So anyway, we just invite you to um, stay tuned, and we bless every one of you. So this is uh, Charlotte Shelton. We recorded her last week because of her schedule, and the book that she wrote is Quantum Leaps, Seven Steps for Turning, Transforming Your Business Place. Hey, Jim. We're on the air today with one of my favorite people, Dr. Charlotte Shelton, who is been the president of Unity for one year, and what an amazing woman. Charlotte, hello. Hello, Mary. What a treat to be talking with you. Oh, I feel the same. There is such a renaissance. Uh, you know, just a couple weeks ago, I was on the radio live from Unity Village talking about what I called a renaissance. Everywhere you look, there's signs of not just new growth, but the next level of supporting this great awakening on the planet. And who better to lead it than a woman who would write a book called Quantum Leaps. I love this book, (laughs) Seven (laughs) Skills for Workplace Recreation. What's it all about? Well, Well, I've spent much of my professional life leading organizational change initiatives. And in my early days, uh, I was always are often disappointed that these really necessary, important organizational changes didn't hold, that you know, a few years after they were implemented, the organization would regress back to its previous state. 
Kind of like one of those diets, huh? Yeah, <laughs> a diet. Or my my husband calls it the rubber band effect. Uh-huh, you know, you can uh-huh. stretch it out, but you take your attention away, and it it pops right back. Yeah. Um. So I became increasingly convinced through my own spiritual journey that organizational change happens one person at a time. What a novel idea! And that until people change the containers or the constructs of their minds, um, the organization, after all, is only. Com- comprised of people. So it's really about changing people's mental models if we're going to create lasting change. So that that was the guiding concept that birthed the book. But one of the things you talk about in, in the quantum idea, and I, I appreciate it because you actually explain it in a way that I can begin to grasp it, and it's just totally what every mystic from the beginning of written literature has said, but that that, that there's a, a connectivity to everything that science and even Einstein didn't want to admit, but yeah. the non-local um, influence. So that changing that one person in an organization, if you can change that one person, that vibration, that frequency, if I be lifted up, I think Jesus said, I lift all men. And so what I see you doing is helping really facilitate people playing at a higher vibration which they feel healthier, happier, everything works better. Um, but I felt it everywhere I went at Unity Village, Charlotte. So good for you. Yay. Does this apply to both nonprofits and for-profit workplaces? It is, Jim. Until I came to Unity a year ago, all of my work had been in the, the corporate arena. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, I've done a lot of consulting work in China, and I have found the Chinese really receptive to these ideas, they, I think, from a philosophical and historical stance, do understand um, the interrelatedness of everything, perhaps even better than we Westerners do. That brings up an interesting question that I had written down back when um, I read your, when you applied for the job, or they went after you, I'm not sure how that all worked, but uh, that you hadn't done that work in China. And I was wondering, with, with the communist uh, influence now, is Taoism, you know, certainly the, the Tao, Latsu comes out of that era. Do you think that's a heavy influence that's still permeating, or was it something else? Or uh, It definitely still permeates. So there's uh, hope, you know, there, when we look there, at China, you know, they're great. There's definitely hope. <laughs> there's definitely hope that it won't be communism, but capitalism. It'll be uh, a deeper awareness of connection and oneness, perhaps. I, I believe that they may discover some incredible um, integration of of socialism and capitalism, and the world is ready for that. Well, we're ready for... Um, certainly this new kind of leadership that I loved in your book, Seven Skills for Workplace Recreation, um, that three of the skills are about your personality or your, you know, your own self. But in order to live a life that's thriving in, in business and in your spiritual life, it involves serving others and being a part of a greater whole. And so you, you focus in the beginning on the, the three the skills. Media. Do you want to talk about that? I mean, I know you said you like to be surprised. <laughs> so <laughs> anyone listening, we didn't prepare her for this. I've just been loving this book ever since I brought it back with me. So quantum seeing, quantum thinking, and quantum feeling. Those are, those are, are those, aren't those the ones that relate to the personality? They do. The, the first three skills are really about um, the me, and the, the other four are about the we. Hmm. Um, uh, and I... 
I like to think that I'm not a linear thinker, and I tried very hard to um, create this model of these seven skills in a, a nonlinear way. But actually, I, I think until we have a clear sense of who we are and how our own thought processes impact our perception of the world, until we get that, we really, it's difficult to move to the sense of we-ness. Um, so I think there is some linearity to the order of the skills. The, the first skill is quantum seeing. It's, it's the realization that what I see in the external world is created my in, by my internal thoughts, beliefs, assumptions, and feelings. And that's so huge for people. It's, it's really the first step in new it thought, is, isn't it? It is the foundational step. It's not the end of the creative process, but it's the beginning. Now, when you've worked with, with businesses that... Or, you know, in in the corporate arena, what is the receptivity to that notion when you present that quantum seeing concept? I think it it really depends on the organization. Mm-hmm. There's some amazing things happening on the planet in terms of um, evolutionary organizations, and for the most part, they tend to be more entrepreneurial and smaller organizations that are comprised of people who have left. Uh, large corporations and are determined that there's a healthier, more functional way to do business. Okay, so but there but are exceptions to that. There's, for example, uh, do you see big company? I mean, GE or, or some really large companies adopting this kind of thinking? Well, not GE. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, there, <we'll laughs> there is a, a organization in Sao Paulo, Brazil, called Simco that. Um, that is just a revolutionary organization, and it's a, a large manufacturing unionized environment um, that has a visionary leader who has dared to step out and design organizations differently. People set their own salaries. Um, there, there are only three levels in an organization that has thousands of leaders. Uh, and there's a wonderful book written about that organization called Maverick. Uh, but there there are some larger organizations, but for the most part, um, it's it's more entrepreneurial startups that are attracted to my work. And when you say the ability to see intentionally as opposed to the way you've been patterned and programmed, which is, you know, we're always seeing our belief system and this projection, what a gift projection is when you finally get it, that you've just projected the parts of yourself out there, so now you can look at them and see them if you take responsibility as opposed to defending the argument that they really are that way or they really made you do it or they really were terrible. It's such a powerful shift when people start to take responsibility for what they've projected out into the world. It's just a it's a huge shift, and I think the you know the the positive side of making that shift is is we get to see the world anew if we choose to do so. the The other side of the ledger is that we have to give up victimization because we we have to begin to take a new level of responsibility for life as we created and experienced. It. Well, you know, you took Unity Basics one, and you know the absolute first requirement is to give up a one hundred percent commitment to give up blame and guilt. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you just have to, no matter how much evidence you have, <laughs> which <laughs> everybody does. And we can all collect a we've lot We've got of it, evidence. you know. I mean, we're wired to go out and get the evidence. It's like that's yeah. what that little stinger does. It goes out there and finds it, you know. But, um, wow, that's a huge step. But I like the next step because the ability to think paradoxically, you know, we talked about that on uh, Sunday about in order to live in the kingdom of heaven, one of the first little simple practices is to think six impossible things every day that stretches your consciousness and it you know like a rubber band but it really does stretch consciousness because god knows no limits so why would we and uh you've got some great examples in there and a line that you've got in your book that i found more than once is um let's see the propensity for the impossibility (laughs) i love that you tell a great story about when you were in college but the propensity. It has a nice ring, doesn't it, Jim? It does. Jim loves to po- play with words. It's very poetic. I like that. Yeah. So, but what does it mean? <laughs> oh no! Well, what I mean, it? how? What is this? Is share with us the story about your your college experience where you where you discover this propensity? Oh, well, I I have been blessed with a, a fabulous role model and a grandmother who simply didn't believe that there were any limits in life. And oh my she, gosh. She, had, she was a good Southern Baptist, mm-hmm. so she was a, a woman ahead of her culture and ahead of her time. Uh, but I really grew up with her modeling uh, an infinite possibility world. And so one of the things that gets me uh, react, still pushes my reactive but- buttons is when people tell me it can't be done. Yeah, well, that, those are usually the folks that inspire <laughs> you to say, well, they can't be done, watch me do it. it watch me. What is Get it? out of my way. The impossible just takes a moment or two longer <laughs> sometimes. And well, the, the story in my book is actually around um, me getting my doctorate, and I found myself, um, uh, I was a corporate wife at the time. This was back in the late 70s, early 80s, and we found ourselves living in uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin, at just the time when we had planned in my life for me to return to school to, to do my my PhD work, and it looked uh, impossible for me to do it. There was no university in the city we lived in that offered a PhD program. I had two preschool children and a husband who traveled 90% of his time as a national sales manager, um, but I found a way to do it, and it had all kinds of twists and turns along the way, but any time I doubt that I can accomplish something i often reflect back on on that time in my life well you know because just your living situations and the reality of your life two young kids a husband on the road how many miles away from the university that had the phd and and winter (laughs) i can't put you (laughs) didn't write about that but you got to remember that and yet you created a free nanny there was a a master's program in a school near you in in your city where people were getting their masters and came and did an internship and cared for your children that was pretty amazing. And and I like this story where you didn't have enough money to pay for a hotel or an apartment, so you ended up with the only woman in the agricultural dorm with <laughs> hundreds of male students. <laughs> now, that has to be a great story. It, it but was a hoot. <laughs> a hoot, yeah. So, I mean, and, but you couldn't have sat down on the first day and said, okay, Holy Spirit, show me how to do this. But that propensity for the impossible, and, and I, I love that thing about circular. You put your problem in a circle, and then you you walk around it and you look at it from totally different angles and how just things pop 
it's amazing. Just even in thinking six impossible things, a totally different solution will come up. But I would just recommend this book. I really was excited. I know I, I wanted to talk about unity, and we do, but um, in rereading your book um, on the plane home from unity, I just got excited. And um, this works in your personal life. This works if you're an entrepreneur, and this works if you're stuck. It looks like you're stuck in a dead-end kind of thing. So the book is called Quantum Leaps. It is at Borders, I called and checked, and uh, Seven Skills for Workplace Recreation. So Charlotte, Dr. Charlotte Shelton, um, it's just a great, great. And um, the last skill we develop in the fullness of it all is quantum being. Do you want to say a word about being? Because, you know, that's really the struggle, isn't it? Am I a doer or a beer? (laughs) And the paradox is that in human form, we're some of both. Um, But the essence of beingness to me is about relationship. Relationship with uh, infinite intelligence, relationship with ourselves and relationships with others. And as we, um, as we learn to be authentic in relationships, our lives are transformed even another level. And, of course, we transform the world around us as we show up differently as well. And I, I have that as the seventh and, and what I see as the most difficult skill because I do believe we live in a society that gives enormous lip service to relationships, uh, but many of us have very few role models on how to really live with unconditional positive regard, and we only have to look at our newspapers or listen to our um, evening news on television to know that uh, we're, we're at a real relationship crisis on this yeah, we're we're unskilled at loving. I love what um, somebody said. Sin is just self-inflicted nonsense, but it's really unskilled behavior. You know, we don't know how to be present very well to each other, and to just let somebody tell their small t truth, tell what's going on inside of them, because um, we're always guessing. That's what I notice. You know, you, a lot of us we care, and so we try to we see somebody and we try to guess what they need instead of creating some kind of relationship where they can share and fears and things move very swiftly in that moment of just being able to share oh. but how do you do it now how many um, how many um, employees do you you're the president of a huge global worldwide um, inspirational educational movement called unity how many actual staff do you have you've got a s- institute of what um, master's degree in theology <laughs> you got Retreats, the Daily Word. Uh, you reach t- to what two million people in prayer every year. Uh, you put out Unity magazine. You put out books. You've got a whole life center coming. You've got condos coming. I mean, golf courses. I mean, you run a whole mega city there. Uh, <laughs> it is a little. Strange. It is. It's uh, and it's amazing. It's so beautiful for people. I tell them Maui is amazing. There's nothing quite like Maui, but. If you're on the mainland, get to Kansas City and take a visit to Unity Village because it is a piece of heaven. So how many, how many people do you work with? Cause you're we have about 650 employees. Almost half of those work in our 24-7 prayer ministry. Uh, and as, as you just outlined, our, our areas of service are prayer, publishing, education, and retreats. And 
we um, we are trying to take each of those areas to a, a new level of visibility and service and professionalism. And it's really exciting times when people ask me um, what my strategy is. I invite them to read Quantum Leap. There you go. I am so blessed to have an opportunity to have this laboratory. I was going to say you have a laboratory. To, <laughs> I to, have a laboratory with, with uh, uh, six hundred employees. That's wonderful. I love the quote. How you end the book from Khalil Gibran: "Work is love made visible." And I think that says it right. That says it, and I am so in love with my work and with this organization and with those people who show up every day. And I hope and I and I believe that if you were to ask them if they feel that love, I believe they do. And I think that's the essence of whatever transformation is happening here is that it's being um, catalyzed by love, not driven by fear. Well, I know Israel because I had the honor of introducing you at the Michael, Yvette, Michael Beckwith event, and they jumped to their feet to cheer you on. So um, I, I was just thrilled to see that because, you know, you, that's something you can't program or stage. Um, love is love is real. So it's just wonderful to talk with you, Charlotte, and I know your schedule. You go, I, I watched you just for the week I was there, and I'd see <laughs> you go by in that cute pantsuit, and then I'd turn around, and you'd be someplace else, and I'd turn around, and you'd be someplace else. And in the meantime, I was meditating and having such a beautiful time yeah. in those, uh, you know, for anyone that hasn't been to Unity Village, it's 1,400 acres beautifully manicured Italian architecture excellent food a beautiful hotel state of the art everything is up to date at Unity Village and there is a renaissance it's so grand and glorious and it's just begun I mean that's what I saw it's just begun and I know your day is full so please thank your staff and everyone and thank you for taking time thank you Charlotte for being with us I am honored to have spent time with you and please us in your prayers. We do all the time, Charlotte, Unity and Unity Village and the worldwide message of God in you. And I have always been drawn to that. Uh, love is work made visible. So, or work is love made visible. How does that go? But it's the same. Hey, lots of love to you and um, we'll be right back with Conversations and Friends. Many blessings to everyone at Unity Village. Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327. There's a reason that Hawaii's premier mortgage company has successfully completed over $2 billion in loans for the people of Maui. With over 20 years of experience and a 99% loan completion rate, Trisha Morris and Premier Mortgage have earned the trust of thousands of Maui homeowners. Where mortgages are concerned, don't leave anything to chance. Go with number one. Call Trisha Morris and her team of magicians today. 874-8800. That's 874-8800 for Hawaii's premier mortgage company. And now, back to Conversations with Friends. Well, that was uh, Charlotte Shelton, the president of Unity, and what a great soul. And you like her book, don't you? It's a fantastic business book. I love when people really integrate, you know, spiritual principles into business. 
and uh, we're seeing more and more of that with organizations, both you know large companies and smaller uh, entrepreneurial firms that are doing that, and it's just so cool. Well, and in the book, because I was her minister mm-hmm. and st- started in the prayer process, was going to be on the universal spiritual principles, ah. and so she had me. She asked me to you know give her information on what were the basic principles, and she was going to write it on that. But her, she's a, a PhD, and she teaches in several MBA programs and, and works around the world. Right, yes, yeah. around the world before she took this position, but very much in her own spiritual life, mm-hmm. very much her, her becoming a practitioner of her own uh, awareness of spirit. So the book, Quantum Leap, mm-hmm. came from originally going to be about the universal spiritual principles, yeah. and then it just morphed into something that she lives, which is business. So, yeah. Well, niching it for Well, business is... You know, as, as I'm fond of saying, business is one of the is the mo- one of the most significant catalysts for change in our society. And when you see businesses starting to embrace these spiritual principles, that is just so incredibly powerful. Well, successful businesses, I think, have always practiced good spiritual principles, mm-hmm. beginning with the end in mind, um, giving back, contributing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and now that's not always people doing business mm-hmm. that way, but the ones that really long last and mm-hmm. succeed um, have a, a lot of spiritual awareness in them, whether they call it that or not. And that's one of the things why, you know, um, I think it's just important to know that good, sound business practices are almost always good, sound spiritual practices and vice versa. They are. They and are. And, you know, one of the people... That's why we're so blessed to have our sponsors here in Conversations with Friends, Real Estate Maui style. Myrna, Myrna Stone. Stone. They are just incredible. And they truly live, as you were saying, that spiritually directed business principle. They, they run a fantastic publication, an amazing magazine with great articles and great content and great photos. But the generosity of spirit that comes through is, is just totally evident. And uh, especially Myrna Stone's and Real Estate Maui style, their commitment to Maui. Mm-hmm. They always have articles that are unique to the uh, energy here, the vibration, that what's going on on Maui in the finest way. And I just realized, Jim, I don't have Julys. They come out with a new one every month. Mm-hmm. I always get it. I always look at the pictures and dream, but I always read the articles. They're outstanding. So it's at Longstreet. It's at all the places when you walk in the market and they have Mm -hmm. all the real estate magazines. They're free, but the one that says Real Estate Maui Style, it's a keeper. And uh, so we just invite you, if you're uh, dreaming about living here or having a more beautiful home or want to get to know who's who, uh, go ahead and pick that up. We are uh, on the verge of the 4th of July, and... Um, there's a program at Queen Ka'amanu, and we have the di- executive director of that program, Don. How are you doing, Don Gross? Hello, Mary and Jim. Hey, Don, how are you? So okay, good. What's yeah. happening at Queen Ka'amanu Center? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow <laughs> at 4 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, you know, seven years ago, we had a group of peace uh, team from Eau School, and um, they were serving as uh, peace ambassadors, and they, you know, they went to Washington, D.C. and uh, uh, New York and been promoting peace events uh, in their school. And so one of the main things we're going to do tomorrow is we're going to give little um, ribbons uh, with uh, medals to all of these um, that are graduated from high school now. Oh, my uh, goodness. <laughs> they just graduated. Unbelievable. Seven years ago now. And so we're going to make them 
officially peace ambassadors and, and uh, wore them uh, a ribbon and put it around their neck and tell them to keep doing the good job that they've been doing. Don, you come up with the best ideas. Now, this is a free performance. It's open to anybody that is on their way to shop or go to the movie or just come yeah. over. And, and you know, along with that, uh, we're going to be having the Hula Hula. He's going to be there doing their thing. We're going to be doing a tribute to our armed services and do a sing-along with the, um, um, you know, the case Sunville rolling along, anchors away, and... Um, um, finish up with God Bless America, Kate Smith style. Mm. Oh, that is so fabulous. And it's free, and it starts at 4. What do you think? It's going to be a couple hours? A couple hours, yeah. Because we, we've, we've located about 20 of the uh, recipients, so um, we're going to have a, a good turnout. Well, Don, I really thank you for all you do. You constantly work for peace. You're working on something with the Japanese community now, aren't you? Going to some meeting about August, something well, in yeah, August for Hiroshima Day, and August the sixth, we're going to be doing uh, a, a memorial for the sixty-second um, anniversary of the bombing of Hiroshima, mm-hmm. and it's going to be at uh, Hong Jong We He um, Temple uh, right there on Pulanini Avenue at 7 o'clock on August the 6th. And then um, we've got in September uh, International Forgiveness Day, International Peace Day. Uh, well, you know, um, Elizabeth and I met last night and we talked about doing something for August the 21st, uh, September 21st because mm-hmm. that's the uh, United Nations um, uh, International Peace Day. Well, we have a beautiful new poster coming out. It'll be on the back of our directory and on the Wayne Dyer directory, I believe, and it has a picture of His Holiness the Dalai Lama, and it says he doesn't just hope for peace. He prays and works for peace every single day. Join us, your friends at Unity Church of Maui. And I love all of the great souls that are working for peace on all the different levels within our homes and in our environment. Um, it's just a good time, and Don, thanks for everything you do, and and you're you're uh, a great uh, grandfather now. Are you a great grandfather? Not yet. Not yet. He's a wonderful great. He's a wonderful. You are a great grandfather. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. so you're you're um, nurturing the world your children will inherit, and for all of us um, that are moving on in our years. Um, what a legacy to live, uh, to leave. You know, we always like to say at Unity that we're peacemakers, that our children can become peacekeepers. And um, I love that vision, that uh, peace is breaking out all over the world, and we're excited about it. So listen up for uh, future things coming on August, September the 21st, because we're going we're gonna to do something for the... Uh, peace day for the international peace well, day. Yeah, well, there'll be four or five things before that date because I know Unity's Worldwide Day of Prayer is September 13th and the huge thing on September 11th. And Diana and Jerry Jompolsky have a big forgiveness process. So, you know, all of us working together and all of the other um, great souls that are listening. That's, um, that's making a, a good impact. Everybody's working together. Right? Everybody's working together. There's no competition in this peace game. <laughs> Just everybody <laughs> plussing everybody else's work. So, Don, thank you. Tomorrow Don, at the Queen Kaamanu Center, music, um, celebration, and it's free. And, yes, uh, yeah. And we do invite you to come to Unity Church on. Uh, and we have some peace flags too, as you can. <laughs> 
still at your own peace flags. Oh, that's right. You're going to do the peace flags. Good for yeah. you. Hey, I found a great way to do them when we were back at Unity Village. I, sh- I should show you. It's so much faster than what we've been doing. So okay. if you're interested, I'll give you a look on that Short one. Show to me today. Okay. Well, many blessings, Don. And we just invite those of you who are listening to take some time today and be grateful for um, life on Maui. And um, think about what you can do for peace. And, Jim, you always like to encourage people that part of peace is also a sustainable planet. You're going to have children. You're still young. And um, what what can we do? I know you always well, like to give know, us some. Before we get into that, I, when you're talking about going to the mall and seeing movies, yeah, yeah. there are two movies that are just wonderful right now. Oh, okay. That, um, there's Evan Almighty, which we saw at the Maui Film Festival. You like Evan Almighty? It is fantastic. It, br- it brought such laughter and tears to my heart and joy about a man following a, a vision a mission from god oh, wow. and so it's a, not only a steve carell a great comedy and then a children's movie uh and they're both children's movie my goodness both movies i like are g-rated uh and the other one is ratatouille oh ratatouille just came out an animated out. movie and if you love food and you like <laughs> anything related to food and france mm. and you will appreciate that they have transformed rats into these um, very rat-like yet adorable creatures. It's an amazing Pixar film. Two great movies, both at playing Queen Kamano Center. So if you happen to want to take a break from uh, all the beach parties and stuff on the 4th of July, go over to watch those movies and then at 4 o'clock uh, participate in that event that uh, Don was talking well, about. Well, thanks for reminding us because I was looking, you know, on the mainland they opened two great movies last week, um, Sicko. Mm-hmm. which I think is going to educate people Absolutely. about what's possible. We can have great health care. First thing, stay yeah. real healthy. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's the best thing you can do is, is work on staying really healthy. And we have so many practitioners here on Maui to help us, support us, do that. Um, but we also can recreate a health care system that really um, moves us from 37th in the in the populated world. Mm-hmm. Hello, America. And uh, and we can do it better than anybody else. So we don't have to say, well, this problem is there and this problem is there. Let's just create it, out-create them. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's my new theme. Whenever I see a problem in the world, Jim, I just think, out-create them. Don't complain. Out-create them. Think of something fabulous. You know, if you look at the problem and kvetch about the problem, you get more of the problem. You but yeah. out-create them, yeah. whether it's government or health care or your schools. Let's out-create. Let's have the best schools on the planet right here in Maui. Why should you have to go to a private school mm-hmm. to get a great education? People on Maui care. Every neighborhood has great people that could come in and teach and support the system and make it come alive and kids could be nurtured and loved and cherished and you'd never have any of the problems that we look at now because kids get lost Mm -hmm. in uh, those video games and that Fast, fast food, and and you know, there's a world for them that's so exciting when they stay tuned on to learning and uh, so anyway. You know, so I want to do a little, a little environmental tip, oh, okay, and I normally right. have all these environmental tips. This is one that uh, I have learned recently. We are, uh, I'm doing an experiment because I, feel, I live in Kihei and there's all this dust and heat mm-hmm, and everything. Mm-hmm, and I said, mm-hmm. let's run some air conditioning. And then I got our first uh, bill, utility bill for the month that we ran air conditioning. And it's mm-hmm. $500. And so I'm figuring, what can we do about that? Well, there are two things. We are going to get these. Uh, there are these sunshades that you see at places like Starbucks and around mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that you can actually see totally outside, but it reduces the amount of heat and light coming in there you go. by 75%. Wow. And so that's supposed to cut your uh, utility bill significantly. So we're getting those. Good job. And um, 
And then the other thing that I that we've talked about uh, when I did this uh, an inconvenient truth showing at Unity Church last year, there are some folks who told me about this, and we're really exploring this building uh, a total solar facility at my house so that we are 100% off the grid and, in fact, actually selling electricity back to the power company. And it's about $30,000, $35,000 to do that, which sounds like a lot of money. It's a lot of money, and they're, but they're in their tax credits. But when you realize that it's $500 a month in $6, electricity, $6,000 a year, that 6000 starts paying for itself. And we live in such an amazing place here in Hawaii that we can really get off the grid by returning on to solar power. Well, what I'm excited about, too, because I'm going to be purchasing a hybrid car and mm-hmm. just doing the research on which one, because um, I've been waiting for the convertible, and they say next year somebody's bringing out the convertible. But John Kerry talked about in his house in Massachusetts where there's not a lot of right. sun. Uh, he has a hybrid that he also has an electric converter on. He comes in, he plugs his mm-hmm. car in at night mm-hmm. and charges it. So it's a hybrid electric. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you did solar, you could solar. Then you could solar. You'd be plugging in. You could rent it out to your neighbors. They'd come (laughs) in. They'd plug their car in. Gets 150 miles to a gallon of gas. Take that, you oil companies. Yeah, we're starting to see. (laughs) We're seeing what's possible. It's one of the most patriotic things to do is to get a hybrid and just to do things to reduce our energy dependence and I uh, love my car I do I shouldn't I'm 62 years old I still love my well, Jaguar I think, I think it's exciting that there's going to be a uh, hybrid converter yeah on there. yeah and I've got to so, go online I think it's great that you're out there like checking these things out and looking for the converter well I've been waiting for it I thought well if I sell my car somebody will be driving it right. I, that's kind of how <laughs> as long as I don't buy a new one so I'll um, but I am I'm committed to having a hybrid, and I I think you're right. It's it's what we do for our children, our children's children. It's what we do for the earth, and it's hard because I love my car, and so everybody's listening and understands. If you're my age, we grew up. I mean, I don't know if your generation, but you grew up looking at cars and thinking those are so great. You know, they're freedom machines. Yeah. yeah they're anyway. You, know, you 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 we you, we said something in the beginning of the show that we probably should you know um, for people who are listening going, huh? Why is it your second to last program? Mm. Well, Mary, you want to explain that? Well, Spirit um, called me many months ago and told me it was time to step out of leadership at Unity of Maui. And um, my mother died, right, just in that time. When, and so I shared it with the board, and we just, you know, when you're going through grief, it's a good idea to wait. But it's really time. And, and so uh, I announced to the congregation last week, but the board before that, um, that my last Sunday would be July 22nd. I actually um, go on vacation. So, um, but um, and the board knew I was going to be gone, but I just won't be coming back as minister. I'll still be on Maui, and uh, I love Maui, and still be serving all of the love that we all are committed to. And it's a real exciting time for Unity of Maui because mm-hmm. we're right on the verge of getting our new home. Mm-hmm. There's something fabulous and a perfect new minister. So it's really a, a time of new beginnings and, and celebration and appreciation. And, um, and so any, I just send lots of love. It's been a great, amazing experience. Um, and I will always love Maui. I mean, I always hope to live here. So um Anyway, uh, that that part has come, and it was just, you know, when, when you get the voice of spirit, it just is. There's no argument. There's just taking the next step. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and so I have learned to hear that voice. Um, it's been, as Gandhi said, I know I trust that voice more than anything. But now, in uh, 
22, 25 years of really living my life from that voice, I, I know the miracles that are always coming. So, But you don't know what you're going to do. Well, not exactly. I mean, you know, you asked me last after my brother died. And my mother and my brother both passed this year. So that was huge. And my mother had had dementia. So I'd really, for eight years, flown to the mainland once a month. And that mm-hmm. was huge. Mm-hmm. And so that, that created this huge energy in my life with mm-hmm. both my brother and my mother passing. Um, and you asked me, do you remember that? Yeah. We were at Sea Watch. And you said, well, okay, if you had one year to live, what would you do? And what did I tell you? I would go to God, and I would be in India, and I'd be in Assisi. Um, it was just like instantly. Mm-hmm. I knew. And so um, I've been, because I was going to be gone for the summer, I've, I had planned. So I'm going to first start in Thailand and get do, get some dental work done and, and uh, get really focused on being healthy, mm-hmm. do an apprenticeship on health. If you were in church a couple weeks ago, I talked yeah. about doing an apprenticeship. So I'm doing one on health. I'm doing one on technology. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm very excited about it. And then I come back for the big wedding. For the da-da, big wedding. The very small big wedding. Well, it's yes. a very big wedding to me. <laughs> it's Jim. a very big wedding to me as well and to well, Molly. Well, as it should be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's, I told you I'd come any place yeah. in the world I was, and I will. Um, and then I go. I, I've had on my dream list to see the Aspen turn. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's ever seen Aspens when they turn? The trees. Yes, mm-hmm. the trees. Not the not the city. It's a mm-hmm. beautiful city. So I'm going to Estes Park. I'm going to a monastery they built for the the Pope. It's exquisite. Hmm. And do a silent retreat there um, and watch them, uh, the Aspens turn. Yeah. Um, and then um, I'm going to Assisi, Italy, and yeah. spend a month in the quiet there and take a cruise on the Mediterranean. Wow. And then I come back to Maui for the whales. Yes. And then I go to India uh, with the Dalai Lama. He'll be teaching in, the, in February. So I've already got my room. Yeah. And what was so cool, Jim, is, you know, I call, and you know when you're in a divine flow, I got miles, business class miles, to cover all my flights. You got that flight for free just using miles. And what I thought was so remarkable, well, you know that it's spirit working, is you just called up, you said, I want to fly out on this date and return on this no, no, date. No, I said, here's, here's my first best date. <laughs> thinking yeah. anytime you use miles that it, it you give them the right. date and you just know they're going to negotiate <laughs> non-stop okay. none of that flying me all over the place yeah. and the, and i said to the woman i said boy i've never had this happen she says it doesn't happen very often no. she was so wonderful so i'm so i'm going to be spending a lot of time i'm really healthy and happy mm-hmm. you know so it's not like burnout it's mm-hmm. kind of cool i get to start mm-hmm. you know but we teach people to follow the call in your heart and to to, to, you know, and we're always in service to love whatever we're doing. So it's been a fabulous seven years here, and I won't be leaving Maui, but I'll just be leaving the position. Right. Um, and, um, yeah, so you asked me what I'll be doing. That part I know. Yeah. And then I'm open. There's lots of open time in those places where yeah. I'll be back on Maui and just swimming with the dolphins and the whales and and really like vacationing on Maui. Isn't that isn't that a kick? I, I talk to people about that all the time. We live on Maui. Sometimes you just got a vacation, whether it's going out for breakfast or just going for a trip, uh, going to the beach for a day and packing yeah. your lunch and just being as touristy as you can and really enjoying the beauty and the open eyes that someone yeah. who just comes to the island for the first time sees Well, I with. always have an intention. It's in my daytimer. On Thursdays, I go to Kahana and the West Maui Mountains and drive that with Mm -hmm. my top down. And then, uh, excuse me, Friday. On Thursday, those are my other days off, I go to the North Shore. 
mm-hmm. and sometimes sneak up to Kula mm-hmm. um, because that you're exactly right. You know, I realized I was just going to church and home and to church and then over to Kihei and then oh. over to, and I thought, no, this island, people save all year to spend a week they here. They spend so. their whole life they dream about coming to Maui and then, and then they do it. So yeah, I've been looking at, there are all these lists of like, ex- uh, romantic things to do in, on a day or two in Maui that are designed for tourists and we're starting to do those and they're so cool and they're all these things to do just really availing yourself of the fact that you live in the most beautiful place on earth and and it truly is and one of the sweetest places it's such a nurturing environment and and we're going to miss doing this show because mm-hmm. we've got to talk to some of the really great souls on the planet and Loved as you it. say we have we have an audience that is very vast uh that listens to us every week on the internet and through podcasting and if you're listening here in Maui you can hear any of our past programs from the last couple of years on our website which is conversationswithfriends.com you can download it and listen to it uh, on your iPod or on your personal computer or you can just listen to it streaming right there on the internet it's all available and I will keep it up forever so That's my young available. wizard son there. He knows all <laughs> that stuff. The rest of you guys, just go to your computer. You could listen to it on your computer, yeah. too. It's just been a joy. Please join us Sunday mornings uh, in celebration, whether you worship with us at Unity or, or wherever you choose to worship. God is with you. God is all around you. And God is good all the time. Next week, Wayne Dyer will be joining us. And then yep. the following Sunday, July 15th, Wayne Dyer will be at the On Maori, the radio. He'll we'll be join, joining, joining us on the radio next Tuesday. And then the following Sunday at the Maui Arts and Cultural Center at 1030. And uh, we send blessings to Wayne, to everybody on the island. His new book is uh, Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life, which is an old title but a great vibration and we'll look forward to all of the new wisdom that he brings to it and um, you know we do also want to remind people we've got a a class going on on Wednesday nights at 6 o'clock our uh, chaplains are in prayer so go unityonmaui.org and you'll learn about all the great classes all of the great speakers and um, the best is yet to be take care and aloha aloha